Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with another episode of Separation Anxiety. I'm your host, Marcus Jordan. And I'm Larsa Pippen. And today we're going to be talking about a bunch of things. Uh, There's so much happening in the press this week. I know. There's so much going on. I feel like we've been traveling a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. haven't been in Miami as much now that you have finished filming and all that stuff. So uh, let's jump right into it. Sure. I'm ready. Ready, Freddie. The first topic is... Larsa and Marcus pack on the PDA on the golf course. Uh, obviously, yesterday we wrapped up DJ Khaled's celebrity charity golf tournament, and it was a fun day. I know it was a long day for you, babe. I mean, I'm not used to being in 100 and like 100 degree weather all day from like eight to four. That was insane. Yeah, it was. It definitely was a long day. There was a lot of you know players out there, a lot of people happy to support. Uh, but it was a beautiful day. It was a fun day for sure. Yeah, I think it's fun when you're like when you're a golfer, when you're in the sport. I think it's like really fun. I'm sure you had a great time. I had a great time. Phenomenal time. Well, I feel like I lost like five pounds because I was sweating so much. <laughs> it was so hot and humid and like yeah. it was hard to kind of no, um, handle it. You know, day. typically with those charity golf tournaments, they last a while. Um, but everything was supporting a good cause. There were so many people out there that we saw. I mean, obviously Khaled was one. Um, who else did we see, babe? Um, we saw Diddy. We saw... Diddy was there. Um, Odell Beckham, right? Odell Beckham was there. Um, Quavo was there. Mm-hmm. Was a bunch of athletes. Charles Oakley was there. I kind of love how all the celebrities come out to support a good cause. I feel like DJ Khaled, because I feel like he does do a lot of good stuff. You know, I feel like he supports so many amazing um, foundations, and I think it's great that they all come to support him. Yeah, I think uh, there was a great turnout, especially for it being the first annual 
uh, DJ Khaled, We The Best Foundation golf tournament. I mean, there were a lot of sponsors. PXG was there. Gatorade was there. Top Golf was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm ha- happy for him that there was so much support around his initiative. And I think at one point I saw that Diddy donated like 150 grand or something like that. I love that. Yeah. Listen, it's a great cause and it's fun to be around each other. And I feel like it's it's always fun. So it says that, you know, we were packing on a lot of PDA. First I think of they all, we were not. PGA okay, for we PDA. were not. I we mean, were... I, I think, you know, we definitely are a touchy couple. We um, are. <laughs> I don't know. We're just so attracted to each other that it's we're, we're constantly touching. I feel like that's how we express ourselves, express our I love. I think so, too. You know? But I don't think it was the whole day. I think they just caught us at one. Like, you probably had, like, a great putt or something, and then I, like, kissed you to celebrate. Yeah, you were doing a great job being a videographer. You wanted to capture all I mean, of my, you know, you. you know, my hot golf moments or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, at times I see you holding the camera up for me and it just makes me want to just hug and kiss you. Oh, I love when you <laughs> want to hug and kiss me because I want to hug and kiss you too. Larsa, do you care when pictures are published of us, of our PDA? No, I feel like people, I feel like we're living our best lives and people should be able to express themselves and show love like people show so much hate why can't they show so much love like what is that all about i agree i i don't you know i've never really been one to like be open publicly and like pda Mm -hmm. but uh you know with you it's different i feel like i just want to you know kiss you and touch you all the time i feel like i'm a very um affectionate type of person yeah and so i do that i do that with like my friends too for sure when i'm with my friends people think i'm a lesbian and then when i'm with my kids (laughs) they think i'm like just too touchy with my kids yeah i don't think so i think i think you're you know right in that sweet spot i mean i enjoy it i show love i I like to show love you guys you guys should all show love it's like a good thing um have you been loving towards past partners in the public um maybe a little bit not like this i I I think i think you definitely have your moments if we uh if we search through the larsa archives there's no i feel like not like this some public moments for sure not like this no i I don't know i feel like i've never been as well i've never spent this much time with another human being like i do with you that's not like my you know my bloodline (laughs) no we spend we spend a lot of time together for sure what is your answer to the haters who say we're doing it on purpose what holding hands or kissing on purpose yeah i don't know i never i haven't heard this yet I don't know. I feel like we're happy and why not? What right. are we doing that's like not cool? Yeah, I mean, look, I think there's a lot of miserable people out there who like to, you know, push their misery onto you and if you can't tell, I think we're both uh we're happy with uh with each other. Yeah, I think that's all that matters. I think people should just be happy. Do what makes you feel good and if you want to kiss someone or hug someone, do it. It's not like we're being inappropriate. Yeah, you know, this brings up something else that I feel like we've talked in our about our, in our relationship is like we're the touchy couple that yeah. like whenever we go out to dinner with other couples, I feel like we maybe we might start some shit in those relationships, you know, <laughs> yeah, because I think, so. I, I think, you know, at times it's the guy that's wondering, like, damn, why don't I have this? Or in other times it's the woman like, you know, I wish I had a best friend or a partner to do things with, too. So, you know, what's your thoughts on that in terms of us starting I drama? Think love for is other contagious. Couples? Yeah. And yeah, I think when you're around people, because I, I know when I was in a relationship, I think when you're around people that are miserable, that kind of rubs off on you. And if you're around people that are like optimistic and happy in their relationship, I think that rubs off on you, too, because I do feel like, you know, we had that I had that party for you during the season. Right. And all the other girls on the show were like, oh, I'm going to start dressing alike or I'm going to do more for my partner. Mm -hmm. And I think it is kind of contagious if you're around people that are positive, loving. It's like 
you know, me growing up and seeing my parents and how loving they were. Right. I think when you see stuff like that, you want that. And I think when you're around people that are toxic and like and bad energy and every time they talk about their partner, it's bad, then I think you kind of like take that in. You take that energy in and I feel like it's not really good for, you know, for yourself, like for your own energy. Yeah. But I definitely think it's contagious. But I like the way we are. I don't, I want to be like this for like the next like 60 years, just so you know. Yeah, you know, I, most often people think, is it a phase or like the, like this question suggested, are we doing it on purpose? I just think it's naturally who we are. You know, we yeah. constantly, it just happens, you know, we're, obviously our relationship is in the public mm-hmm. um, and we can't keep our hands off each other even privately. So, of course, it's going to happen when the cameras are around. I mean, we're living our best lives, why not? <laughs> So Shakira is rumored to be dating Miami Heat player Jimmy Butler. They're rumored to be dating. They've been out a few times. Things are very new. And it's too early to tell if it's a long-term potential there. But they have a 13-year age difference. So what's your thoughts on this? I love it. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I'm supportive of it, too. I, if it's official, I mean, I, I think... Don't, you, know, you know, they probably... Like, who knows if it's real or not, but right. like they're probably just trying to figure out if they even like each other. I agree. You know, I think this is something that kind of relates back to when we started dating. It's yeah. like, is it true? I feel like people wanted to put a, you know, a, a name on it before we Label were even ready it. to. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. This could be another situation of that. You know what? I, I feel like they would look really good together. Yeah, I mean, possibly. And, you know, she's used to athletes. She's used to, like, an athlete's schedule. So I feel like that could work for her also. And I know a lot of people would think that maybe she should avoid being with an athlete. But I also feel like there's so many pros to being with an athlete, you know? Yeah, I mean, most often than not, you like what you like, you know? You like what you and like. So and I like the structure of being with someone that's, like, an athlete. Because I feel like you know their schedule. Or you, you know? Yeah. I just like the schedule aspect of life. Okay. And so it says she has... Two sons, one's nine, one's seven, uh, and they've known each other for a short while and just recently started following each other on social media. Oh, so you think that, you know, is well, that, is that a mean sign? Anything. No, that doesn't mean anything. But but you know what? I could see I could see them liking each other because I feel like she, you know, she probably is looking for something here in the States. She's, so, she left her last life in Spain. Okay. And I think she probably wants a new life here in Miami. So you don't think that two high-profile names following each other recently on social media. You don't think that's an indication of, you know, something else at play? I mean, I I dated people that I didn't follow on Instagram because right. I knew that it would, like, cause, you know, a situation. Yeah. So, so that's my point is, like, but, you know, sometimes but if, people but if don't just, follow people that they're really interested in because they don't want the public to know that it's something going on. So if they've taken the step to follow each other publicly, hey, you know, maybe there's something there. I don't know. I think they might just, they might both be in a place of like, hey, let's just like have some fun and follow each other. Yeah, I mean, I know one thing, guys. She definitely was at a lot of heat playoff games. And I mean, she likes Jimmy sports. Jimmy sure was going off on the, some of those games. So but maybe I mean, he had a little extra motivation out there. Listen, I like it. I'm here for it. Well, you know, we're technically part of Miami's celebrity scene. So, I mean, has, has, have you seen them out together? I haven't. I don't well, we've, think we've been on the road, babe. I know, we haven't we've been, been here. We've been traveling a lot. And I feel like when we were out a lot, you know, towards the end of the spring, like, basketball season was still going on the heat were in the finals so definitely didn't see jimmy out yeah and I, I think jimmy's one of those athletes like from what i can remember when he played for the bulls he's like super disciplined he goes to bed at like eight o'clock at night like yeah especially like you know very now but now it's summertime baby right, so, that's you what know, i'm saying so, so we wouldn't see him during the playoffs or yeah, you never know yeah. we might see him later this week or something you know? <laughs> we'll be back in miami now 
Next topic says Sofia Vergara is divorcing Joe Manganiello after seven years of marriage. Um, wow, I kind of love them aesthetically. Yeah, I felt like, like they, they were so a good, good Hollywood together. couple. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, obviously Sofia Vergara is a beautiful woman, and mm-hmm. I feel like Joe is a handsome dude. Uh, they both have some swag, you know. So I, I love them did, together. I, I Even though I don't know anything about them personally, but like aesthetically, I think yeah. they would like on paper they look great together. Yeah, it was one of those couples in Hollywood that I you rooted for. You know what I'm saying? Like it just kind of made sense. So do you want to hear something really interesting? Her yeah. ex boyfriend that she has embryos with, she mm-hmm. was in a whole legal battle because he wanted to fertilize the embryos. Oh really? And she did not want to with him. So how does that work? Well, I mean, they basically have like a baby and an egg together. Yeah. Um, somewhere in a freezer. Right. But so I don't know if now she might decide she wants to have another baby. Now that she's not married to Joe, she might decide she'd want to have a baby and co-parent with her ex. Oh, apparently she won the legal battle. Oh, so that means they can't have. The so baby. they can't have the. the well, she doesn't have any babies. eggs and I don't think she can get any more. And she's really beautiful. So if she does want to have more kids. She she might have to. Well, I, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I mean, I guess, you know, if you've already, if you're dating someone who already has kids with someone else, mm-hmm. um, sometimes, you know, I think people in relationships like that, you know, if you've already got three great kids, maybe you want a fourth great kid from the same, you know, yeah, I think genetic so. part. I think so, because you know exactly you what you're going to get. Exactly. So, uh, but I don't know. I feel like it would be weird for me. It would be weird for me, maybe. What do you mean? Like, if obviously, if, if I'm dating someone and they, while we're dating, they want to have another kid. No, it's not. With well, she's no ex, longer with Joe. I think she won the legal battle because she was doing this while she was married to Joe. Right. Now that she's no longer married to Joe and she's, you know, she's getting divorced. Right. If she wanted to have another, well, yeah, baby. of course, in that scenario. But I'm speaking from the opposite standpoint of like. Yeah. You know, she had embryos from, I guess, in a yeah, freezer. Yeah, no, I get guy, it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. But she's dating someone else. Yeah, no, I wouldn't like is that Is it cool to, like, then still go forward with having that kid? No, yeah, I agree with you. That's kind of weird, no? Yeah, I'd be jealous. I don't know if I'd be jealous, but it's just like, you know, I yeah. don't know. It's a tricky situation. I mean, I don't know. If, uh, you know, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I and guess. especially if, like, there was no other way for her to be to get pregnant again in the future? That, well, so that's then, what it is. She's, she never had eggs. She had embryos, so they already right. fertilized. Well, maybe they can, you know, maybe they go fishing for some more eggs. In you can't. So. She's too old now. There's is like, that confirmed? Is that for sure? 1,000%. You can't do that as you get older. You okay. have to do that when you're younger. All right, well, hey, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, they were together from 2014. They were engaged after six months of dating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of crazy why they broke up. I want to know the real story. What is the real story? Yeah, it says apparently there was a cold social media birthday message that was the sign of the end coming. I mean, do you keep up with them pretty pretty frequently? Uh, I don't really follow them on Instagram, but I do I do like them. You know, I should have I should have followed both of them. Actually. So I guess the cold Instagram birthday message said just happy birthday, Sophia, and it wasn't much other much more than that. And so if I just wished you happy birthday, Larsa, would mm-hmm. that be like a sign of? Rock, a rocky relationship. Yeah, there's a coffin nearby. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely a coffin nearby. <laughs> I don't know. I just, obviously, we go above and beyond for each other on our birthdays. So um, I guess that could be a sign, you know? Well, you know what? I feel like it's hard dating now. We, we keep going back to this. How many people do we know that are single or miserable? Um, a lot. Yeah, and sometimes it goes hand in hand. I feel like most, you know, yeah. there's some people out there that is miserable because they're single. I know. I feel like the people that I know that are single want to be married, and the people that are married want to be single. It's like the craziest time to be alive. Yeah, oh, the craziest time for relationships in general. I yeah, think. 
So I'm reading here. Part of the speculation is that Joe wanted to have kids and she didn't. And Oof. so does that make things even more tricky? Well, yeah, because I, I guess feel it's like the, if I wanted to have a baby and you didn't, like, yeah, if I, you know, yeah. There's certain things I feel like that are deal breakers. And that's one of them. Well, what if, I, don't, I mean, look, I don't want to speculate on their relationship, but I just, it, it makes the situation a lot more trickier than the fact that she has embryos, like, with, embryos someone with someone else, yeah. you know? And so I, I assume that's why she was trying to block that from going through. Yeah. I don't know. I think that like compatibility is like the number one thing in relationships. You have to be compatible yeah. with the person. I agree. It's, I agree. It's probably more important than like chemistry, I think. Yeah. Don't you think? I agree. I think, uh, you know. Energy matching. I and mean, you have to be at the same place at the same time. I think there's a lot of communication that goes into a successful relationship. And, you mm -hmm. know, sometimes those goalposts move, especially, mm -hmm. you know, over the course of, what, seven years or so. So, I don't know. Listen, Wish them both the best. <laughs> I know. I feel like it, I feel like it's like hard talking about people that are newly broken up because I feel like what if they get back together? What if it's like the dumbest thing and then they end up working things out? Yeah. That happens too. That happens too. That happens too. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up <laughs> you couldn't believe it from iheart podcasts it's like the police knew who he was before they got here a story about money power and corruption the medical school dean at usc 
was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, Ariana Grande, divorcing after two years of marriage and already dating someone new. I think once you know you guys are not working out, there's not like a time to be like, oh, I have to wait two months. I have to wait a year before I date someone else. And I feel like a lot of times okay. when people break up, it's because of someone else. Like they're not happy. They see something else that they like and then uh, they start like. I don't know about that necessarily. I feel like you can step away from something just because you're just solely because you're unhappy, you don't necessarily need to be searching for another. That's partner. very mature of you, Marcus. However, that doesn't really work in real life. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. I think you know, at least in my relationships in the past, if they just weren't mm-hmm. you know being fruitful for me, then I had no yeah. problem chucking up the deuces. You know, it's like no, I agree, but I think a lot of times people will stay until they see something else. It's like you have a like an old pair of shoes, right? Okay. And you're not going to throw them away until you buy another pair of shoes like that look like that, that feel like that. Like I they mean, feel like how, how they used to feel, like, you know, your old. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little like of the arrogant notion of like there's plenty of fish in the sea. You know what I'm saying? And so I've never really felt like I needed to find my next girlfriend before I broke up with my previous one. Does that make sense? It was no, always, it definitely does. I could, I'm, I'm fine being alone. Like, by the I'm way, saying. I'm like, very I, fine being alone. I've been alone before and I feel like I, n- I never want to rush into a relationship yeah. if I don't know if it's going to like possibly work. Yeah. But I, I will say sometimes mm-hmm. if you're not happy and you see you're wearing these shoes and they're kind of feeling old yeah. and rusty and starting to smell. Yeah. And then you see these other pair of shoes when you're shopping. 
Okay. Not saying they're the right pair of shoes that you're going to love these shoes, right. but you're possibly thinking in the back of your mind, I would look good in those shoes. You don't know if they're going to be comfortable or not, but you, you think they're going to be comfortable. Yeah, but I feel like you're at that point, you're mentally already out of the situation. So I would just, yeah. why not just kind of end it, you know? Because it's easier. It's easier and to shop. It's easier to shop than wait until your <laughs> heel breaks off and then you don't have any shoes. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, and know, then you don't have any shoes. I, I think <laughs> I think at a mar- in a marriage mm-hmm. it could be that way mm-hmm. because there's other things that you're Components, maybe staying right. together for, yes. whether it be kids or you know whatever it is that's keeping someone. But I think if you're just boyfriend and girlfriend, I mean, you kind of owe it to that person to be honest with them mm-hmm. and say like, look, if I'm not happy, I'm not happy. Like, let's you know, we could either try to figure this out. Or let's just go our separate ways, you know? I get it. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's definitely different in a marriage um, or with kids. And so it says they were dating for two years. According to TMZ, their different lifestyles caused tension. And so... Well, he's a realtor. Right. And she's a pop star. Okay. Different. So it sounds like different. private and public. Well, it's different because I feel like and if you have one large like celebrity, okay. you either have to have someone that can go on the road with you and basically be there for you every single day because you are going to be very needy, very want like you're going to want need things. Okay, um, he's a realtor, so how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, if you're look, not in LA; it's impossible. At, at some point, you know, the attraction must have faded, and their lifestyles must have become you know too different to you know accommodate or for one or the other to concede i don't know i I feel like sometimes it's it works because you know you can have that private public balance Mm -hmm. you know sometimes people in the public love you know want to get out of the public and sometimes people who are traditionally more private don't mind stepping out there from time to time but i think like you said if you're a big star there's a lot that goes into you're on the road you're traveling star so I think the more you go on the road, difficult. the more you go on the road and the more your you, time you spend alone, the more you start thinking you don't really need that person anymore. Mm-hmm. You start when you start living like an independent life. I feel like you you just don't feel like you need that person anymore. Um, and if you're stuck, if you're a realtor, you're stuck in L.A. Like he's not going on the road with her. And she I, she, she was working in another country. So it's not like that's yeah, hard. I mean, I, I think if the love is there. strong enough and if it's there okay i don't think that distance you know should necessarily be a deal breaker um well that's if you're working a nine to five in london and no, i'm working I'm just, a nine to five in my but yeah, if you're a pop star and you're going out and you're traveling and everywhere you go guys are hitting on you and you have a lot of options i think you're only as good as your options no i agree with that i mean look I can't speak to his options or her options, but I just think that if the love is there, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And if you're in a relationship and you're committed, you know, distance shouldn't be a deal breaker, especially if the other one has an opportunity that might, you know, raise the platform for both of you guys. Does you're, that make sense? No, for sure. I love that. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just speaking my mind. We never, you know. I, I like that. I thinking like Thinking out loud. I like the way you think. Um, but don't get no ideas. There's no England trips for you. No, we're not. I'm not going to that. Exactly. Actually. My separation anxiety is real. I guess she's shooting Wicked, and I guess they're saying that she's dating Ethan Slater, her co-star. And so. That's how it happens. Is that too fast? No. So two weeks. Her. Or are you saying that there was, it was rocky before. Then they got, they tried to, you know, make it work. It didn't work. And so then two weeks after that, you know. I think when you're unhappy, there's not really like, 
there's not really like a time. I think like you, once you put it in your mind, you don't want to be there. Okay. You just want to vacate. So once you have that conversation, all right, like it ain't working out. Yeah. We're breaking up. The next day, is everything is fair game? I think so. Okay. All right. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's a quick turnaround. I mean, I just, they have no kids. They've been married for two years. Yeah. Like it's not like. No, nah, I'm all for it. I think it's, you know. I think you want to move on with your life. And especially if you know this is not the person yeah. for you. And maybe she feels like she has more in common with um Ethan. Yeah, hey, look, if that conversation was had and you're on the same page as in, in well, the Well, the thing, it goes then, back to like um, compatibility, right? Yeah. Because think about this. They're both at the same place at the same time right now, working on Wicked. Um, okay, but do you think it's not a good look? No, it's least? definitely not a good look. Because she's still technically married. No, it's Separated not a good look. Separated but married. No, it's not. It's a horrible look, by the way. I just think, you know. Again. But you know what? Regardless, in my opinion, I think you were going to be judged no matter what. Because if she if she wasn't seen with anyone for two months and then she's seen, so let's it's like say not hypothetically long. here, because I don't want to throw any you know assumptions mm-hmm. or make any presumptions. Um, so let's say you know now Joe Manganiello and Sofia Vergara they've agreed to break up mm-hmm. or divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say this week Joe is photoed, which he hasn't been, but I'm just hypothetically Joe is photoed with like a young 23 year old you know supermodel girl. But Sophia's like, you know, still dealing with the fallout of the divorce. That's is that a bad look or is it okay because they've agreed to divorce, now he can do whatever he wants? I think like PR wise it's not great for him. Okay. I do feel like actors have a different set of like rules. Okay. Their their rules are different than athletes. Because uh, people go see your movie, people buy into your like life. That's true. That is true. I think it's different. I think when you're an athlete, people don't care. You can do whatever you want as long as you make points and you're oh, killing yeah. it on the field or the court. Then I think people will forgive and forget. Okay. But I think sometimes in Hollywood, look at Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I feel like Angelina Jolie literally like exposed Brad to like and, and said all these crazy things about him that people stopped viewing him as like the rock star. I think when you're an actor, you have Brad to Pitt have. Brad Pitt is still a rock star. He's still a rock star. Brad but Pitt I do, is still but a look, rock star. But he's definitely a rock star, but I do feel like when you're an actor, there's you have to have some type of quiet. Like I would quiet. argue that Brad Pitt is a bigger rock star than both Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie, even despite. All Both divorces. Okay. It, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I just feel like when people know you. I feel you, like that's a rare Well, look scenario. at Johnny Depp. Let's go to Johnny Depp. If you didn't hear all those crazy. He's a rock star. I know, but once you hear their crazy stories at home, you don't view them the same. Like yeah, Disney, Disney's just, not paying him what they were. Disney's yes, not. Yes, they are. He they just are signed a whole other contract for Car- I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, well, I don't know. I so just I feel, think, I feel know, like for actors, you have to have some type of like but secrecy those, to those, your life. I will say that I feel like those are two unique instances where you can have a yeah. public fallout of a relationship and the guy comes out on top versus the woman. Or the the guys always come out on top. What That's not talking? true. What? That is not true. Of course true. they do. You women like to rally behind a woman scorn. No. 100%. What? Women throw each other under the bus all day. No way. I, I, I beg to disagree. Okay. I beg to disagree. I feel like we're, we're disagreeing a lot today. I, I, just, I, I think, <laughs> you know, we, had, we haven't really had these conversations. So, you know, it's, it's good to, uh, it's yeah. good to, but I do know, feel like there's, there. there Listen, publicly, I think for actors, there is like some type of time frame that should go on before you're seen. Yeah, as but during else. that trial, I mean, people were saying, let you know, save Johnny Depp. Nobody was really going to bat for Miss Heard. Well, first of all, she was pooping in the man's bed. <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, don't get any ideas. Hello, Acclaim Comics. 
sports writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top 
of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And so officially, Lionel Messi has signed. He's part of um, Inter Miami, I believe. There's been instances over his career where of being just a great family guy, mm-hmm. where he's been you know highly on display. And there's also a video where he's doing the red carpet with his family. He's got his wife and his kids there. And then there's a publicist that tries to rush off his wife, uh, and you know he kind of waves off the publicist and insists that his wife stands on his side. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Have you ever been like on the red carpet with your family and like a publicist tried to move you out of the way to you know no. get a family photo? No, but I kind of like the way they are publicly. I don't know what yeah. they are personally, but I feel like publicly they look really like in sync. Yeah. Um, I like the way they are. And I feel like he, even when he takes photos with fans, mm-hmm. he never really puts his arm around them or like yeah, doesn't get too ex- close ex- to them, which I love. I love that too. Exactly. I think I'm from the same school of, uh, yeah, so of tradition. Yeah. So don't ever do that when you have I, I, Look, I, you know, even at the golf tournament, I feel like there was a couple of instances where there's some, you know, there were women on the golf course and. People wanted to take pictures with you. People wanted to take pictures with me. And, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, you got to make sure your hands are in, in a safe space, safe place. Mm-hmm. You, you know? definitely better be making sure of that. <laughs> I take my pictures like this. Oh, my God. Put your hands up. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, but I do, you know, I agree with you. I, I like seeing that, you know, they do things together as a family. I think mm-hmm. we've talked about this, like, you know, being an athlete, growing up in the family of a public figure. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, the dads get a bad rap for not being there necessarily. And I feel like with Messi, you know, even down to Publix, he's going grocery shopping with his with his family. And so you love to see that, you know? No, I feel like there's a lot of great, you know, hands-on type of dads in yeah. the NBA, the NFL, you know, yeah. soccer. I think it's more prevalent now because of social media. But well, I, I also think, feel like soccer is very international. Like it's for sure. it's not as popular in the states as it is, you know, in other countries. It's definitely not as popular here as in other countries, but it's growing. It and is. I think it's definitely growing. Part of you know his decision to come to the states is to help grow the game here, mm-hmm. uh, just because I think it has a ripple effect across the world. You know, and his name is so big. Here. I mean, yeah, he's one of the biggest of all time. You know. For any sport. Yeah, no. I love them together. Um, Do you think some athletes use their careers as excuses not to be hands-on dads? No, I think it's a a personal trait. I don't think it has anything to do with your career. Yeah, I think it comes from personal experience, maybe your own upbringing Mm -hmm. as an athlete. Um, You know, again, if there's multiple women or multiple baby mothers, sometimes those dynamics might throw things off. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think it's necessarily, you know, singled out to just athletes i think you know you can be a dad in in uh the lawyer arena or in different arenas and still not necessarily be there because of work so um i don't think that's a that's a thing that's exclusive to athletes but i think that's why you have to choose like a really good partner i agree with that because if you have a really good partner then you don't see the difference like you know what I mean? Like yeah. your kids are solid. A mom can raise her kids solid. She doesn't really need a dad. Like if, yeah. you, if you're a great mom, you really can raise a kid on your own. If you're a great dad, you can raise your kids alone. Yeah, you can. I think, you know, again, situations uh, vary. But yeah, 
I like that idea. So we've been watching a new show. Yep. I think we're both obsessed with it. It's, yeah. It's called Quarterback. It's on Netflix. Uh, and it basically follows three quarterbacks from the NFL uh, season last year. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. And you notice something uh, amongst all three of these quarterbacks. Well, I noticed that all their wives are like, they were their girlfriends from before they were athletes, like yeah. before they were in the professional. In the, in the pros. Yeah. Like basically either high school or college sweethearts that mm-hmm. then even after the quarterbacks got drafted, you know, they're still on their side. And so what's your thoughts on that? I kind of think you have to choose a good partner that you know is going to like be stable for you. Yeah. I feel like with the NFL, it's mm-hmm. such a uncertain journey. You know, you it's a very much a what have you done for me lately league. And um, I feel like from at least these three guys, uh, they find solace in their soulmates, whether it had been, you know, a high school sweetheart or a college sweetheart. And so sometimes you need a partner in crime on that journey, I feel like, especially with I the league that. being yeah. so cutthroat and, you know, contracts, at least for the quarter. The quarterbacks are a little more secure than some of the other positions in the NFL. But, you know, not everything is guaranteed and it's a very, very violent sport. So you're only one injury away from like a life altering uh, you know, injury. So I think having a successful um, relationship and a committed partner on your side, you know, is is definitely a staple for these guys. No, I love that. I feel like, you you know, these guys are busy. They're traveling. They don't want to have drama at home. Nobody wants to have drama at home. Yeah. I think that's why there's a lot of hot girls that are single. Um, that's How true. many hot girls do we know that are single? So many. Yeah, there's a lot. We both know well, a lot. Well, because I feel like most men want stability at home. They don't want to have, you know, someone they have to worry about. It's too much worrying. Who wants to worry about someone when you're when you're doing your thing? You're working, you're yeah. growing, you're making money. Like, you don't want to have drama at home. That's the worst thing you want. That's yeah. kind of, I feel like if, if guys knew that, if guys knew that long term it's better for you to be with someone that makes you better, makes you more stable, makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um they would be happier long term than if they thought like the short term happiness of like I'm with the baddest girl right now. Yeah. Because I feel like that's really not gonna like most um, times it's not really gonna be like a long term. No, I feel like there's some guys. It depends. You know, there definitely. Well, how many guys do you know that have been with super hot bad girls and then have lost it? I know so many girls that start that are super hot that are super single. Yeah, I mean, I just think, look, it's it's what you're looking for. It depends on what you're looking for because some guys do want a bad girl that's going out and handling her own and not necessarily. But that's not always, a wife. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. Sometimes you don't want somebody all the way up under you 24 oh, seven. Yeah, I'm not saying that. You I'm know? just saying like, I feel like stability at home. Mm-hmm. I feel like for athletes, yeah, is very important. Yeah, I do. I, I agree with that because there's so much that goes into being an athlete that sometimes you just want to unplug with your partner when yeah, you get you home. Yeah, you don't want to have drama. You, know, you don't want to have a stressful home life. There's nothing worse than a, a stressful home life. Just let, let me tell you that. Yeah, hey, I, I agree with you on that. And so it's, do you think an athlete has a better chance of reaching his full potential with a good woman by his side? Any man is. Oh, yeah? Yes, of course. I feel like if you feel good at home and you're being taken care of and you have someone that feeds you emotionally, spiritually, like that's, that's what you need in like the game of life. Yeah. And so, cause I know so many people that are super successful as far as their work stuff and then they're married to crazy people. And I promise you they're really crazy at home. Yeah. I mean, you know, instability at home, I think, you know, 
definitely has a ripple effect into yeah. other areas in your life. So, you know, you got to you got to take care of home first. That's for sure. I feel like a lot of people judge like people like externally mm-hmm. in relationships. Like when people break up, they're like, oh, he did it or she did. And a lot of times, like people don't know what's going on in their home. Yeah, I think, you know, what happens in behind closed doors sometimes rarely comes to light. I know. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. I feel like you never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. So why do you think some men leave wives who have been with them since the beginning? Um, Because I feel like they think they can have, you know, they can have someone that's super bad and like. Yeah, I feel like it goes back to what you were talking about in terms of like being complimentary to each other. Mm. I feel like sometimes, you know. Um, you can outgrow the person you you're with also. You can outgrow the person yeah. that you're Maybe with. Maybe the person you're with is not ready to go to the next change. level. Exactly. Circumstances change and you got to, you know, cut ties with, you know, friends or even loved ones. So um, I think it's situational. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it, can, uh, it, can, it can go either way. You never know. I know. Um, but you always root for somebody to, ha- you know, find their happiness and, and their partner. And Listen, be with someone that makes you the, the best version of yourself. That's exactly. that's really what it's about. Be with someone that brings out the best in you and the best version of you. And I agree. You know, that's that's the more, most important thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So should we head over to a uh, block party? Our block party, you guys, are invited to our block party. Let's do it. Let's do it. I wonder what she looks like at 6 a.m. with no makeup. I think she looks beautiful at 6 a.m. with no makeup. Honestly. Why are they hating on that's me? That's my favorite. I, you know, obviously, you get glammed up and dolled up all the time, and you look gorgeous when you do. But thank you. I love waking up next to you at six in the morning and rolling over and seeing your fresh, beautiful bare Ooh. face. And you love no, nah, yeah, I, I, she's definitely gorgeous in the morning, hundred percent, hundred percent. Thank you, babe. The next comment says her, so. Uh, her legs are retouched. What does that mean? I don't know. I guess somebody noticed that. You retouched your legs on a photo? Is that true? I mean, I don't know what the photo is, but sometimes I do. <laughs> I feel like lighting is really important. And if you're, the lighting doesn't look good, then I'm not opposed to like, you know, touching up here. And there. Yeah, there are times where we go out. And but I feel like, like it's hard. For, it's hard for people like us to do a whole lot because people like if I post a photo, they'll be like, that's not what she really looks like. I'm like, I'm on TV. That's what I look like. Yeah, and exactly. And you post a lot of videos and it's kind of hard to alter videos versus I like a photo. I don't even know how to alter videos. Um, and so, you know. Yeah, I, I feel like funny. all these block party questions are all toward me. Okay, here yeah, we go. Yeah, so I guess people hating on you. Why she week. never smile? Well, because I'm smiling and laughing on the inside. Yeah, I mean, you always you smile here and there. I've I feel, got some I feel great like photos in my photos, of you smiling. I feel like in my photos, I try to be a little more sexy. Yeah, you, you know, definitely are sexy. sexy. You got that down pat, baby. And I, I also feel like I have like two voices. Okay, which are so they? I feel like I have a regular voice that's like, hi, and then I have like, Hi. <laughs> and so it's like okay. two different versions of Larsa sometimes. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So what's that? Like the sexy Larsa and the sultry Larsa? Is yeah. Those two? It's just like, yeah, two different okay. vibes. Okay, I'm know? here for that. Yeah. I'm here for that. I love that. I mean, next time I feel like we have to pick some questions that, you know, some, aimed at you. Some comments for me? Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of them in there. So next week we'll make sure the block party is about me. But we're blocking all these people, man. They got, they got yeah, hater they comments. They're officially invited to our block party exactly block them and that's a wrap we had the best time with you guys the best time feel free to follow us on instagram at separation underscore anxiety underscore podcast Mm -hmm. and hit that subscribe button and i think we should um conclude today by giving each other a kiss because people think we're too affectionate i like that okay more pda on the podcast love you baby love you see you guys next week bye guys peace
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.